She brings wealth and health to her audience by tackling hot topics around substance use disorder, mental health and wellness. Her mission, vision, and goal are to help you heal from your past trauma, inspire you to transform your body, mind, and soul so you can live your best life. Your board-certified psychiatric mental health doctor, nurse practitioner, trauma care maestro, and media analyst, your life ambassador, best-selling author, TEDx talk speaker, CEO of Pool of Bethesda Psychiatric Health in Arizona. Let's all welcome Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. So, um... I'm, I'm coming back to this. Mm-hmm. So you've talked a little bit about, you talked some more about this. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully you get to expand on it some other yeah. time again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want us to link that, link, link it to the future of work. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. said the gig economy is the future of work. How so? So, you know, our moms and our dads and even us, we would go work for companies. And we will be there 30 years, 20 oh. years. Yeah. This next generation, they are not doing that. No, they're they not. They are doing, <laughs> they'll go into a company, they'll stay maybe a year, and they figure, oh, I can go do this on my own. Or they want short-term things because they want to travel. They want That's a right. different kind of lifestyle. Right. They don't want to be tied to a desk. They don't want to be working for a company for 30 years. So I see the future of work or really, especially for this next generation, with their with their phones. That's right. With their computers and not being in a corporate setting like we were or like we have seen. I wouldn't see that same thing with higher ed. And I think people in higher ed is going to have to switch their mindset on how they even do higher education. It's not just going to be in a lecture hall. These young people, they're not wanting to sit in a lecture hall and hear you talking for a, a, a 50 minutes, an hour and 15 minutes. Even the way higher ed, they have to start thinking about it as a business as well and say, okay, this next generation, they're more of the gig economy. They're more of the share economy. They've been working the Uber and the Lyfts and Starbucks on the side and doing all of this other work. How do we educate them in a way to get them ready for a different kind of workplace or different kind of work environment down the road? Yeah. I tell you what, though, even with my boys, I can tell you, I mean, when I have conversations with them, I mean, they have great jobs, but they don't necessarily see themselves staying there for like eons. By the same way, I'm like, you ready to go? What? But he, right. the moves have always like, been great yeah, moves for him. If, if, if I ask something and they're not offering me that, then I need to go where that I've been offered that. And I'm looking at them like, huh? I mean, with us, even when they when we ask something and they don't offer it, we just we sit we down there. Yes. Why I have no clue. But we just sit there because we want stability. We want, you know, but with yes. them, they're willing to take the chance. Which is the difference? They're like, yeah, we'll take a chance. Us, we're like, no, we just wanna, we just want stability. But they're like, we can fly. We'll do whatever we need to do. We will do it. If it doesn't work right now, we move on. And I have been noticing that they, that generation, actually get what they want by being firm. We were afraid. We're like, yeah. we don't want to lose our jobs. We're single mothers. We're single dads. We don't want to lose our jobs. 
they're like, okay, you either say yes or no. And if you say no, we'll say thank you. I know by the end of the year, most, I'll be gone. <laughs> you just but said something that's key. What they want. Mm -hmm. You just said something that's key with this new generation and, and the past generation. They don't get caught up in stability. No. But that's what that's the mindset you have to have to even be in the gig economy because it could be, you could, if you had a gift of, of, of creative graphics for Disney or some of these big movies and you see that other production houses can use your gift too, you're not trying to just stay with the, the, the you're not like, I'm not just stuck with this one company. My gift can be for many because they're not caught up in the stability. They caught up in, okay, how far can I go? How, how far can I take my, my gift and my skills to really spread it and eventually be on my own? Like my son, Roland, he has worked in several different sectors of gas and oil, finance, That's right. That's uh, right. healthcare in his, in his, in his, as a systems engineer. And he was like, mom, I need to work in all these. Cause I'm like, you going somewhere else? He said, mm -hmm. I got to work in all of these sectors because I want to eventually have my own. And if I've worked in those spaces, that's the way they're seeing it. They're not seeing I'm going to go work for this company and be there for 30 years. They are not afraid. Not afraid. They are not afraid to fly. They are not. And, and the thing is, they'll save their money and they'll say, you know what? If it means I'm, I'm home for six months trying to figure it out, that's what it means. But mm -hmm. I'm going to be okay. Unlike exactly. our generation was like, oh no, oh my God, I have this to do, I have that to do. No, I can't move. Even, even when we're miserable, we stay there. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. stay there because we're not. Now, one of the things I was looking in your book, I was looking at page 23, right? Mm -hmm. And in page 23, you talked about lack of benefits. Some of the things that could be kind of like a drawback. Yes. Make, because I want us to talk about that for those who are actually watching and listening right now and saying, mm -hmm. maybe this is something I could actually do. But I've also seen in my uh, field where people would tell me, okay, how do I take care of my baby, you know, who needs health care? How do I take care of myself with my health care? I need benefits. And then on the other end, I see some that say, okay, all right, 401k is what you make of it. You know? <laughs> exactly. Some people tell me, is what, look at, look, is that, look at Wall Street, look at Wall, uh, Wall Street right now. It's whatever you make of it. So you better just go ahead and go make your money whichever way right. you can. So lack of benefits, you mentioned that mm -hmm. that is one of the biggest pitfalls of the gig economy. You mm -hmm. said it's lack of benefits. Talk to yes. us about that. Absolutely. One of the things I tell people, if they're going to do a side gig and they feel like they want to transition and do it full time, they have to make sure that they are making enough. If they're working for a company that's covering all of that, that are covering their benefits, but they're like, I'm going to leave and do this on my own. What happens, the, and a lot of them get in trouble because they don't think about what is going to cost for them to pay for their health care. That's to right. pay for all of those benefits and do their retirement and all of that. And, and so one of the things I have them do is really look and say, how much do you really need to make in order for you to cover that? Mm. Do your research on how much even your health care will cost. A lot of people don't know because their employer is paying it. 
So they don't really know what the cost is until they go research. It could be some state insurance program for a self-employed person that you can get that you don't even, you're not even aware of that may not even cost you as much as you're thinking. But if you do that research ahead of time, but a lot of times people jump out there and then look, we've seen them. We've seen them. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. They come to us and they, they come to us and we're like, you're not ready. You have no money saved up. You have not counted the cost. Let's go back and count the cost of what all of this is going to take. Because one of the things that I'm seeing is that a lot of the companies, especially the Ubers and Lyfts and those kind of people that are doing that as a side gig or people are retiring and going and doing that, they're they're fighting it in court because they're saying they're going to come up with this number that's going to determine whether a, a, a company cannot consider you a, a, a self-employed or based Ooh. on a number of hours that you're working them. Yes. So Uber and Lyft, you can work them to a max where the government is going to consider them your employee. Whoa. And then you have to give them the benefits. So there is this debate and these court cases, especially with the Uber and Lyft, trying to figure out what is that margin that you have to be on. So people that are wanting to do it full-time and benefits, some of the companies, I think they're going to get to that place where they're going to cover some of that and they're going to help some of their people. But you have to count the cost and figure out. Sometimes I tell them, you need to have at least a year's worth of money in the bank if you're planning mm-hmm. on leaving, mm-hmm. sometimes more depending on the sector that you're in That's right. in order for you to make that leap. Because if you don't have those benefits, the wrong time to figure that out is after you have left your job. <laughs> I leave your job and your benefits and you do not have a plan. I tell, I tell you, I tell you what though, I know that there will be a lot of nurses that will be watching and listening here. Yes. And yes. a lot of our nurses, they're carers, they're caregivers. But sadly, many of us are not great at entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can take care of the whole world. Yeah. You know. But when it gets to entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. they're not great at that because a part of their brain wants to say, oh, oh you can't afford it. Here's the medication. Bye. But then the other part is, your rent is due. Can I have the money? Right. <laughs> so exactly. I, I want you to talk to my, my, my nursepreneurs because many of them, I actually had a particular one that worked for me for a while. And then she decided to go and open hers, right? Without me knowing anything. So she left. I just thought she just left. I didn't know she went to go and open, open her own. Until all of a sudden, six months later, people started coming to our clinics and saying, we're looking for her. And I'm like, what do you mean you're looking for her? She left. It's been six months ago that she left. They said, no, no, no. We've been seeing her. We still saw her last month. So I was scratching my head thinking, Okay, so what's going on here? But it became uh, a situation where more people were coming, looking, and every time we would say she's not with us, they'll say, oh, well, we'll just stay with you. Until somebody finally told us that she started, but I guess she got to a point she didn't realize that it took more than just sitting and caring for somebody and just chatting away and doing counseling. (laughs) She also has to and count the cost. So I think she got to that part. She couldn't handle it. And she just walked away from our, uh, from our patients, which is not even legal to do. But right. she literally walked away 
from all of our patients. So I want you to talk to, to people like that who think that, okay, I see Yolanda do this, so it must be easy. So I'm just going to go ahead, write the same kind of book, just go ahead, start doing what Yolanda is doing. Talk to people like that. Yes, 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 yes. That is so good. We see that so much. And I think social media has not helped it yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it can make things look easy. That's right. What you have the grace to do, what you have the background and experience to do, and also the back end stuff that people don't even think about that needs to be done. The business side of business is not just about seeing patients, it's about the accounting. It's about the finance, it's about the HR, it's about billing insurance, it's about, and if you don't know that piece, you better get somebody that does know and bring them along with you. Or ask questions. If you are working for someone and you think, I want to go and do this on the side, it's okay to go to that person and say, I think down the road, right. I really want right. to do this. Will you mentor me? Right. Get a mentor. People want you to be successful. But if you like slip out the back door and say, I want to go do this, and then you crash, you only you can't come back and be like, oh, I want, I want, no. Go. I tell young people, if you start working for a company and you see the president and you say in your mind, one day I want to be the president. Get you some mentors. Because even as the president, if you find out what really goes on as the president, you may not want it. You may not want that stress. Because right. you are carrying the whole thing. People don't realize that your staff are sleeping. You're the one up worrying about, yeah. okay. They think it's glamorous. We it's glamorous. Let me figure out. That's, that's the leadership and that's the ownership of a company that people don't think about. They see you doing the work. They see the success. They see uh, patients coming in. They see your staffing that are working, but they don't know the back end. We both have run companies and run foundations, and we know the back end of it when we weren't sleeping. I'm like, Lord, that's these right. People got to get paid. You get to go. That's and right. So I think people see the outside. I used to even tell the staff, "You get a paycheck every week." Let me tell you how that happens. Mm -hmm. Because I think people can be working and not realize what takes place in yep. order for them to even get that paycheck. And what it's hard owning a business. Entrepreneurship is not easy. And everybody's not called to be an entrepreneur. So no. people need to work for somebody. They just need to go work for it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tear the Veil with Dr. Fumi. We hope you have enjoyed being a part of today's show and that we have helped you in shining. For further information, you can visit us at drfumipsychdnp.com and pobpsychiatry.com.